When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, Dave, it is one of my favorite shows we do every single year, and that is our top 10 movies of 2018, which yeah. is what we're doing. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, this is the third year in a row we're doing it. And again, it's just about celebrating movies, which is why I like the Oscar show as well. And uh, how, how do you feel so far about this 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 year of movies? I'm thinking I liked last year a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I, I know you love the awards, and for me, I hate having to actually come up with the 10 best list. And I feel like I haven't seen all the movies that I've wanted to see. So right. I am excited to talk about these movies and maybe there's something that I've, you know, I've left out or maybe hash out something. So yeah, definitely excited to go over. I mean, it's amazing that we're here. We are a year from last year. I know this year of movies is already done, but yet we've got our, uh, Yep, we got recurring uh, special. <laughs> yeah, this is this is his <laughs> this is his third year in a row doing our top ten of the year movies, and uh, yeah, Vinny Malatino is back. Got my name right. Yeah, I did get your name right. About time, right? <laughs> yeah, Vinny. What's up, Vinny? Man, Not it's much, been man. too long. Crazy, it's right? been too long. How, how do you feel about 2018 movies? <sighs> I'm I'm with Dave on that. Man, yeah. I, think, I think last year was better, and uh, the year before that. And uh, the year before that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this year wasn't too bad, but I wasn't really just, I don't know, man. I, I did not have, uh, it, it wasn't that hard to make this list, I feel like, as hard as it normally yeah. is. Two, yeah, 2016 for me, like, I was just goo goo gaga over. Like, I love 2016 movies, and I think a lot of it had to do with it was the first year doing the podcast, and like, I was really into it. And then I was like, oh, 2017, it'll never match 2016. And then 2017 movies came along, I was like, I really dig these movies too. Like yeah. these, this is an awesome year too. And then, yeah, this year it's just yeah. There, there hasn't been that one movie that's really been. I mean, there's great movies that have come out this year. Just yeah. the the quantity uh, of them, you know, it hasn't seemed as much. I mean, yeah. it's, again, it's not to say there hasn't been great movies. It just yeah, it doesn't feel. As exciting as the, those other these past two years have felt. Well, last year we got Dunkirk in July, and yeah. that basically like made the year. Everything that was going to come after it was not going to be as good. And right. It turned out not to be. I mean, it could have, but that was like an anchor for the. You know, it came in the middle of the year. It was a fantastic film all around, a great quality, great action. And there's maybe a couple that came close to that. I think, but I think that really helped last year. Yeah. And then it was that flurry of movies that came out towards the end, which. A lot of them got nominated for Best Picture, which we crammed into C. And I felt like I kind of was cramming. I know Vinny was cramming. He said he was watching nonstop. <laughs> My days, eyes right? are hurting right now. <laughs> I watched about 10 movies in two days. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a I lot. I still haven't seen all the ones I want to. So right. I guess we'll have to you know, get yeah. to them when they yeah. come out. Well, smaller movies. Yeah. Yeah. Year, I, I feel like. I think that yeah. happens a lot of years uh, because 2016 Silence came out bef- like before. It came oh, out after silence. we did the show for top 10, yeah. and I think that definitely would have been in my top 10 for oh, 2016. Yeah. And then sure. the following year, Phantom Thread came out, 
um, which I think Good definitely movie. would have been Amazing. in my top yeah. ten yeah. last year. So have any of you guys it, it happens. that one since I, Phantom Thread? Yeah. No, I watched it the one time, but I was blown away by it for sure. Yeah. One time. No, yeah, I, I watched it again maybe uh, in like April or something, and I because I wanted to show my wife it, and, and I loved it even just more. Just as good. Yeah. yeah. Good <laughs> silence. I saw. Again. Yeah. And I, I, when we when I we tried. went to go see it, we talked in the parking lot right. for like an hour. Yeah. Afterwards. Really? Yeah. It's. Oh, so you didn't see it? I don't. Yeah. No, I never. Oh, never yeah. saw it. You definitely need to see it. Really? Yeah. It's okay. uh yeah it's one we could do for a show. Huh. It's, uh, that's yeah. a good way of getting me to watch movies. Yeah, I know. Just say, shows. all right, we're doing a show on this. <laughs> that's so gonna be a go long show, it. bro. Yeah, really? yeah, it's real thought provoking. Yeah, It'll definitely. Make absolutely. It so, so that win any awards that year? No, this, uh, that's the reason because it like came out and like so late, yeah. critics oh, didn't see okay. it in time and like similar to me making my list like I didn't see it in time so I, it wasn't on my list so but yeah again the, basically my point I was making was just like you know there's always going to be movies that aren't going to be on our list just because we have other movies we need to see but. and we've Absolutely. had the same top two for two years yep two years in a row me and, and we Vinny haven't have talked this. much this year so let's uh, yeah we'll see I haven't been on the show so I don't know what's yeah. your top movies lately so we'll see how yeah, close we are we'll see it should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we all had uh well what was number two yeah last year we both had uh we, all three of us two. had we blade all had runner. the same yeah yeah all three of us had blade runner and blade runner yeah that's another one i mean that and dunkirk yeah. blew us away all three of us blade runner man how did that not get nominated is the question yeah. just visual effects and that was it I think. yeah i think yeah you got, cinematography it, maybe yeah one cinematography and maybe other like technical awards but yeah um yeah didn't get really nominated for much else but it's a amazing film. Amazing film. <laughs> you reminded me that number three, I had I Tanya, which I really loved, and that one didn't really get nominated for. Nah, maybe she, uh, yeah. she won the uh, best supporting actress. Right? Yeah, Alison Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was cool. That um, one I really liked. But, yeah, that was uh, good. That was a good movie. That was a good pick for for number three. That's for sure. Thanks. Um, but let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's three. it's all it all comes down to me and you know what's uh how I feel about <laughs> Only it. Only what Ben thinks. <laughs> so like last year, we're gonna do this. We're all gonna we're gonna go around the table here, and if someone calls out a movie, uh, but someone else in the panel has that movie ranked higher, we will skip to that person so that they can really be passionate about their higher pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So if you have a movie at number, if I have a movie at number ten, Vinny has it at number five. Vinny will say, "Oh, let's save that for later." You know, he's going to say it just like that. Up, oh, save it for later. Right. <laughs> if I have a movie at number eight, but Vinny has it at number four, we'll go. Well, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> but are we doing, so are we doing up or whoop? I gotta, eight, I gotta know. If it's ten, you go up. If it's seven, you go, you go whoop. whoop. Yeah. Okay, all right. Hey, yeah. what so, are we doing? so, folks, we got we have to go through these different uh, these different disclosures. <laughs> we got to go through these different disclosures. So the audience so. needs to know. Yep. So, all right. So, uh, and then number nine. Uh, <laughs> this thing's coming off the rails. <laughs> first ten minutes. Yeah. That's that's the style here at Blockbuster Mentality. Well, it's you know? great to have a third person. I here. know. It's like having a just. It's a totally different. I know. It's I like it. it's like having a friend over to spend the night. It's like slumber <laughs> party. Did he stay over? <laughs> I got permission. Uh, but yeah, it's great having you, Vinny. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, just want to make that clear. Uh, let's just get let's get this going. So I'm, last year we sat in the exact same spot and did clockwise. I started, but I'm not starting this year. No. Dave, why don't you start this year? Okay, I'm going to start off with a movie that we actually tried to do a show on. Be prepared for me to say next. No, not next. Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. Oh, yeah. This is the Coen Brothers uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Bro, 
Mine, oh, man, they just. High, I'm proud of you. They're high. That, we're dude. no longer on YouTube. They just high five each other. Uh, yeah, mine's mine's higher. All right, I great. Have that movie higher. All right, can't wait. I'm All proud right. of you for watching that, though. Thank you. Well, here's the story on yeah, that. Yeah, let's tell the story. We, when ben and I did our marathon episode uh, where we nailed about four episodes that day. We were, the, the fifth one was going to be the Ballad of Buster Scruggs because it's a six part anthology. Our plan was Vinny to watch each part and then go record. Right afterwards. Oh, that would have been awesome. It, it sounds awesome, but as we were doing it, it was just killing our momentum. Mid, you know, killing our momentum. We were stopping and watching, and it was really. But you can talk about each one. That's how I know. That's yeah. how deep each each twenty right. minute. It's just uh, yeah, just for know, doing an actual show. It's just like we had another show to get to, and we were just like, ah, oh, this is just. Like, we don't have time. Yeah. So which one did you stop at? Uh, I think we made it for. The we got through two. three, and three? you finished three. it, yep. Dave. I finished it. Yeah, you didn't. I have not he finished missed, it. I think the best one. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll yeah talk well, about he it hasn't later. Even seen it, so geez. that's true. All right. Well, hey, you guys, got, I'm sure have a couple of mine. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, 10? number ten. So my ten is uh, leave no trace. Ooh, yeah, we're gonna skip. Yeah. Okay. Hey, oh, We're gonna skip there. All right. My number ten is Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't have it. Nice. No comment. I haven't um, seen it. I haven't yeah, seen it either. That, see, I told you you guys wouldn't have some. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I won't be too long on this. This is a movie that I was excited for when it first came, you know, when I first saw the trailers and everything. It originally was supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen. Did you guys know that? It was, no. Yeah, he yeah. was supposed to be Freddie Mercury, and it was going to be like a raunchy, like, you know, really deep into the Freddie Mercury stuff. That sounds terrible. And then the band was like, no, we want it to be about the band because I guess they had the rights to the story and everything. Which I'm glad they changed it because this is, uh, even if you just watch the last 20 minutes of this movie, like I can see this being on my top 10 because it's just, I don't know if, you know, if you like Queen or if you're into their music or anything, even if you're not, you, everyone knows we are the champions. Everyone knows we will rock you, you know, everyone. Sporting event. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And, uh, Rami Malek as, uh, as Freddie Mercury just totally kills it. I, I, We'll be shocked if he's not nominated for best uh, best actor uh, in the Oscars. So it wasn't just a case of finding the only buck tooth actor in Hollywood. No, <laughs> no, it's no like, definitely. Those teeth are well, ridiculous. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> they overachieved big time. Man. Yeah, it's like Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> It was. How'd you watch that whole movie without being distracted? It, I couldn't even watch the trailer without being distracted. It's a little distracting at first. It is a little distracting at first. You'd get used to it, but if you if you actually watch interviews of Freddie Mercury, it's that like bad. it's yeah, it is that bad. Like it's like wow, this guy's teeth. But they even say it in the movie, like it has something to do with like it makes my mouth bigger and it makes it you know so I can you know vocalize you know better and everything. I'm I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hate you both. Excuses, excuses. Get them braces. <laughs> Let me watch this Netflix movie instead. Buster Scruggs. That's <laughs> Coen Brothers, man. No, I know, I know. Um, He's like, but yeah, talk no. shit. It's Coen Brothers, all right. <laughs> but Rami Malek, he does deliver a fantastic performance, Excellent. and it's very lighthearted. Like they, everything's on the surface. They don't get dive too deep, but there are emotional moments still. You know, it's. it's it, but again, you you leave the theater just feeling amazing yeah. and just like. It's just like, wow, you know, so it's just uh, me just kind of growing up with with Queen's music and stuff and, you know, just, you know, with my dad and stuff introducing me to different things. It uh, made me appreciate it a little more. So uh, So it's just kind of like a pop musical sort of thing. I'm trying to figure out how you wouldn't say pop musical. I mean, it's it's kind of like behind the music kind of in a way like it's just it's very 
again, it's it's PG thirteen. It's very so Wikipedia, it's like, from what I hear. Apparently not though. Like I guess they get the order of things wrong, and like some people are saying, oh well, this didn't happen here. Mm-hmm. Critics were actually very hard in this movie, but the audience score, like it's like eight point three in IMDb. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you uh, said the Sasha Baron Cohen thing. From what I hear, he wanted to dig deep. Yeah, into oh. uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, like as. As a human being, gotcha. and this one's more on the surface as Queen and oh, their music. Yeah, so I mean, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just a g- cool music film. Like it's like nothing. Like I said, it's just again my list. I I don't know. I'm just kind of going off favorites. Like it's not like I wouldn't call it groundbreaking or anything. Like I don't know. Just for me though, like I felt good. Yeah. Leaving the theater and just it Nothing was a feel good movie. Like I I can rewatch this movie and I I can't wait to rewatch it. Actually, oh great! I definitely yeah. want to check it out. And that's uh, that's my number ten. All right, so I'll move on to number nine. Uh, this year's uh, Clint Eastwood's The Mule. I didn't get a chance wow. to see it. No, I didn't see it. Uh, all right, well I'll just talk. Briefly yeah, on it. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Well, this one's well, it's uh, it's really good, really enjoyable. It's kind of funny. It's Clint Eastwood. If you're a fan, I think any Clint Eastwood fan will love this movie. Um, it's kind of a story about. Well, as you can tell from the from the trailers, he's a drug mule, right? Um, and it's sort of a story of. Sort of finding redemption uh, within himself and within his family, and that's, sort of yeah, making peace with himself before it's uh, you know before it's too late, sort of a thing. Yeah, that's what I found intriguing about the trailers. And again, I, I really want to see it. Yeah, I just haven't had a chance yet. But yeah, there's actually quite a lot of laughs in the movie. Oh, really? More than you'd expect. Yeah. yeah. Really? And uh, Bradley Cooper's in it, really more in a, in a minor role. This okay. is really all about Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And uh, just how he ends up doing what he does yeah I find it highly entertaining i think the movie was only an hour and a half it's good quality it's directed by him well acted so. this guy loves hour and a half movies yeah. <laughs> he's popping he's, out a lot of movies man yeah I mean, he is like yeah. what like 80 yeah yeah or something i think he's like 80 yeah mid 80s he's really showing it in this movie <laughs> i mean he's looking really old yeah. but I, I like almost everything he puts out i mean he directed it though this too. is the directing that's great Really? It's really good. He's wow. di- he's comes out with a lot of direct. I think this is the one he's, first one he's acted in since like 2012. Since like Gran Torino, maybe right. Uh, For, I think there was one after that he was in Trouble with the Curve with no, uh, t- uh, Timberlake. On it, but uh, I know um, he did yeah, 15, he, 17 of Paris. He directed. I think that was yeah, the that was this year. Well. He yeah. directed Sully. Sully was actually pretty good. Yeah, Sully was decent. Yeah, I enjoyed that. But 15 um, to uh, Paris was supposed to be like really bad, man. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. It was just a so-so. And then obviously he did American Sniper. I love more that recently. Um, I yeah, like yeah. I feel like we're missing one. But yeah, yeah. I, I again, this is one that I, one of the ones like we said there that we haven't had a chance to see, and that's one of them for me. So I, I definitely am looking forward to yeah, seeing. You it kinda, now. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, I have seen it on a couple lists though. I'm, I'm surprised. It's it's like the sleeper. I feel like yeah. this year that a couple of people are having on their list. Yeah. It's quite good. I think people are kind of tired of Eastwood, but I'm not. I think people are kind of waiting for him to kind of keel over. Or yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and it's based on a true story, right? Uh, that I don't know. I don't have enough information. <laughs> I'm trying to like scroll through IMDb. Yeah. And nah, it's all right. So, <laughs> so the mule at number nine. Mule all number right. Nine. So yeah, it's uh, top ten for you. So I'm definitely. Uh, looking forward to checking that out. Checking that out even more. So, all right. So, what's your number nine, Vinny? I feel like it's going to be a whoop. Uh, you were never really here. Whoop. <laughs> uh, whoop. Yeah, a little bit of a whoop. Oh, actually, uh, no, no whoop. For me, it's a whoop. Must be really high on Benjamin. That was an honorable whoop. That was honorable mention. Oh, yeah. we didn't. Do oh, honorable mentions. Totally well, I, I kind of want to. I, I, I don't want to give him mine away. So, I, I want to. I'll. We'll get to him at the end. Um, 
Right. So yeah, you were never real here is a whoop for me too. Is that your second whoop? That's my second whoop. I, I, all your low ones I got on my high. <laughs> whoop. Um, my number nine is uh, Green Book. Whoop. There's <laughs> another whoop. I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, there we go. All right, that's fine. That's fine. So then, all right. So my, my number, number ten to my number nine. Uh, yeah, your number eight. My number eight is in uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Whoop, whoop, whoop there. <laughs> yeah, we got all a whoop. Right. I, I'm, so. I'm pretty sure you guys might not have this one. My number eight is Widows. I saw it. I don't have it. Mm. You didn't like it. I I want I just want to hear expl- I'm glad you have this on your list because I kind of want to talk about it just because fight you want it dang I don't want to fight he's like I want to talk about as he holds his beer he's like we we need to talk about I don't want to fight widows. just help me understand he's like you ain't getting no whoop from me yeah help me understand so you didn't you didn't like it I don't want to say I didn't like it there was aspects I did like I just don't understand <laughs> the hype yeah well there really isn't that much hype <laughs> well all the, the online well, like, pundits and stuff like yeah. they're all like. I don't know, goo goo gaga over it, and I'm just like, I don't yeah, know. I, mean, I mean, um, Steve yeah. McQueen, yeah, directed it. Who directed uh, 12 Years a Slave and uh, Gillian Flynn, yeah, screen wrote it, right? I mean, the performances alone, I feel yeah, like, yeah, enough the to performances get on the list. are great. Who's yeah. in that? Viola Davis, oh, okay. um, Daniel Kalua, yeah, or, yeah, he's great, he's menacing. Did I get in it right, that, yeah. Kalua, is he good? I think, sure, Kailua, he, yeah. yeah, he is um, terrifying in it, bro. Yeah. And my man from uh, Atlanta, the show Atlanta, what's Paperboy? Pa- I don't know his name. You know yeah. Atlanta? I love Atlanta. Hey, yeah, Paperboy, Paperboy. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, Viola Davis. Yep. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. But yeah, so I feel like obviously kind of like you were never really here. I feel like an an indie filmmaker can take a popular genre and still use their craft in it and mm-hmm. make it a little different and do their own little twist on it that's what i liked it was it was a well-made heist movie which you thought from the previews it was going to suck honestly. right yeah because you just expect the basics which is kind of like you were never really here it's like oh taken another yeah. taken you know and i feel like he kind of used his his craftsmanship and, and you could see pieces of him throughout kind of like maybe ryan coogler and creed or something yeah. like that like the camera work yeah and and the acting like i said it dude out of all the movies this year, even Infinity War, out of the audience, had the most audience reaction I've ever went to this year. Really? A lot of oohs, oh my God, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff going really? on. But yeah, man, I thought the, uh, yeah, I could see what you're saying, but I was entertained the whole yeah. time. You know, the performances kept me. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, maybe I need to see it again. I don't know. For me, it felt generic. Um, I mean, there were certain moments that it was like, you know, cool. I guess twists you could say. Did you say it would like a direct-to-video movie to you, or something like that. No, I, oh, I, I, really? I, I said it was borderline lifetime. Oh, lifetime, lifetime movie. Widows. Yeah. No shit. Well, that's worse uh, than direct-to-video. We, all, we <laughs> always, <laughs> we always agree. And to be honest, it was like that's why it's so, so high. I was kind of iffy about it. But yeah. No, I, liked, I mean, I liked it enough to, yeah. to put it on. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously, yeah, I, I feel like the odd man out. So, I mean, it's, I don't I blame you at all. It's just, no, I, I, I think you'll like it. it yeah. I don't have video on man, bro. Wow. Well, I didn't like, say that. I said lifetime. Oh, so, shit. you know, <laughs> well, I said borderline. I didn't well, say it was, you know, that I bad, guarantee but. you this movie's going to have a couple actor noms. I feel like was if it, the, it doesn't, was the, was the acting Ben? Was it? I don't know. I just just not feel. I, I just, mean, yeah, what was I, it? Because I, I didn't feel like it was that generic. I, for me, it was. It felt generic. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, again, Daniel Kaluuya was great. 
uh, the Viola Davis was great. Yeah. I just I don't know. I I don't know if I just had read all the reviews like from you know people that I trust and stuff, and you know they were saying how great it was, and then like I yeah. overhyping. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think it was overhyped. Really to me. bad. I mean, this is coming from a guy who liked Han Solo. I liked Han Solo because yeah. my bar was so low. Yeah, yeah. my I bar was the, the lowest it can possibly be. I actually thought that movie was going to be good. I don't know why. Man, if you went in like me, you would have actually liked it. Yeah. yeah. So my bar wasn't like set up to be this best picture, <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh shit, Daniel Kaluuya is like, right? You know, all the actors." Uh, and but I, I, I don't know her name. As, as I feel like, I feel like I didn't see it. And I feel like there was hype on it too. And probably because Steve McQueen as a director, maybe. But I mean, I feel like this is a chance for indie filmmakers to make, you know, main genre movies, yeah. but make them the right way, right? You know, yeah. Like imagine if you know Scorsese made Taken, you know, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I exactly. felt like that's what it was: good camera yeah. work, good cinematography, good acting. It had good writing. Yeah, it didn't have some crazy, you know, out of this world. Like you were never really here, you know, yeah. kept, catching you off guard, right. metaphors and stuff like that. But. I felt like it was entertaining enough to get on my list. Yeah. Nice. Hey. Yeah. I can't. Uh, again, I don't hate on it. Again, I feel like the odd man out for not liking it. So. Way to go, Ben. I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm actually glad I was on your list so we could talk about it a little. So. Uh, my, I was certainly on lists uh, in prep. Uh, yeah. I saw them. So. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to see it, Dave. Let me know what you think. We'll do. My number eight is Annihilation. Oh, wow. A uh, whoop. A plump. <laughs> a plump. <laughs> <laughs> whoop. <laughs> All right, so that was my number eight. All right, cool. All right, so I'll go to my number seven, John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. Oh, wow. Whoop. I don't have a whoop on that. Wow, that that was an honorable mention. Really? Yeah, it's good, though, man. Wow. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. That's kind of a big whoop for me. (laughs) Damn. There you go. I'm not going to look on his list. Now I'm curious. (laughs) So so, uh, so Vinny's back at it. Um, Number seven, Fallout, Mission Impossible. Uh, Honorable. Whoopsie. Oh. Whoopsies? (laughs) Wow, see. Okay. Uh, my number seven, I don't know if you guys have seen, so we won't take too long on it. Uh, the favorite. No, I haven't, I haven't seen, it. seen it. Okay. So see it. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say, yeah, the favorite. This is a movie that what is this would movie? never be on my radar usually, but it's getting a lot of hype. It's getting a lot. Of, it's on a lot of people's lists. Uh, so I'm glad I was able to see it because this movie is awesome. <laughs> um, it's basically Olivia Coleman is the actress name. She plays Queen Anne in the 18th century. England sounds super boring. Um, <laughs> it's the same director from the, he did the lobster, which I still need to see and killing of a sacred deer, killing of a sacred deer. Um, Basically, Rachel Wise plays her like second in command, like her, you know, her favorite, you know, actress or whatever. Or actress, not actress, but Rachel Wise plays her, you know, second in command. And then Emma Stone comes along and, you know, let deceit and deception and revenge ensue. Uh, this movie's very unique and funny and. Again, not a movie that I would normally be interested in, but it's. Is there a man in the There's. Cast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> What's his name? From Fury Road. He was in Fury Road. He was in. Tom Hardy? Fury? No, not Tommy Road. Uh, he was in X Men. He was the beast in X Men. 
Um, oh, Frazier? Gotta hate you. Um, <laughs> the guy that Connor looks like oh, Eddie Raymond a little bit. Yeah, Eddie Red Redmayne. Red That's Man. not him, but he kind of looks like him. Yeah, uh, he's in it. He reminds but, me of him for some reason. Like, real. First of all, the the acting in this <laughs> yeah. movie is outstanding. Uh, again, me talking about it doesn't do it justice. But so really Rachel good. Wise is amazing. Rachel Wise, Emma Stone, and Olivia Coleman will all be nominated. They're already nominated for SAG Awards. They're already nominated for uh, Golden Globes. But again, you see you. Th- you know, see like oh, 18th century England. You think boring, but yeah. Yeah, no. the way this director does it, like it's it's like it feels modern in a way, and it's yeah. it's so it keeps you engaged the whole way through. the The little twists and turns it takes, it takes you by surprise. It uh, again, it's 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 funny. Like I was I was laughing <laughs> a lot in this movie. Um, a lot of people I, have it as number one. Yeah, it for was like the three best performances yeah, of the year. No, Oh, the Best performances movie. are amazing. Check that out. Um, yeah, like I said, it, like when I got out of it, I texted you both. I said, "Please see this movie." Yeah. <laughs> but cool. uh, no, seriously, I, I, Nicholas Holt—that's his name, oh, Nicholas yeah, Holt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, again, not a movie I would normally be interested in. And again, it's, it it's, blew, you, blew you away. Yeah, cool, absolutely. I want to see it. Uh, so, falling to me now. My yes. number six is uh, *Stars Born*. That's actually my number six. Oh, excellent! Huh? Is on your list. Honorable. Okay. Wow. Okay. No, All right, it's, it's uh, great. Honorable mention. Me, me and Dave. Let's just turn it. this. Way. I want to talk about it too. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> uh, for me, what I really like is, uh, it's amazing. This Bradley Cooper directed this thing, and right. it looks first movie. It's such a unique looking film. I haven't seen many movies that just are portrayed in this way. I mean, the camera's like right up in everybody's faces, and like the live performances, the acting. Lady Gaga, I thought was great. Lady Gaga, I thought was great. Very I thought Bradley charming. Cooper was better. He's fantastic. He's awesome. Well, we talked about it in a couple episodes. I think I, I read that it took him uh, three years to fully get into character. Really, I and, didn't hear that. In like a year and a half to like feel comfortable singing in front of people because they're performing in front of crowds. Yeah, you know, I mean, for Lady Gaga, it's no big deal, but for him, right. he had to be authentic and like he completely embodies this role. So yeah, that's my spiel. <laughs> I love <laughs> no, this it's, movie. It's yeah, great. no, I I love that movie. One thing about that movie, which I hear Bohemian Rhapsody does the opposite. I feel like the music doesn't control the whole movie. I feel like the story, the acting, everything, even without the music, is still a great movie. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I I feel like music should help tell the story, not control the whole story. You know, Broadway and and shows are their own thing. I don't feel like I feel like in film they use the. The music to help tell the story, not it wasn't the story. I think that's a great call. Their their chemistry was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm over here jamming out to the soundtrack. I don't know about me you. Too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> La- Lady Gaga for me, yeah, I thought would be annoying and stuff, yeah. but she just totally fit this role. I was, it was actually on my honorable mention, and then I was like, you know what, man, this this <laughs> really good. Yeah, yeah. I saw it again, yeah. and um, Bradley Cooper as a director and as an actor blew me away. Great stuff. Lady Gaga, everyone's Gugu over Gaga, and I, I, she's great. She's great. She's yeah. great. She's no, really she really is. But I think Bradley Cooper's the best thing about that movie. And Sam Elliott. Yeah, oh, I was just Sam about Elliott's to say. great. Sam Elliott's great. Sam Elliott, man. Yeah, he totally. He, I don't know. For some reason, he's the standout in that movie for me, just because it's such a small performance, but like or small role, memorable. but like yeah, so memorable. Like that shot of him backing away in the driveway with his teary oh. eyes. It's just like when damn. you think of best love story of the year. I mean, yeah, they're up there. Absolutely. Although, as we talked about on our episode uh, for a Star Is Born, we did both feel like the suicide was a 
well, spoiler here, but the suicide was kind of a bit much. This was oh, yeah. it was almost like manipulating. Mani- your, yeah, yeah, not like Roma. It wasn't like Roma though. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but I thought this it was almost unneeded. Like okay, I cried. Right? Did you, know, you cry? I cry. I, you know, I cry in movies. That's just me. I cry too. Man. This is why we, this is why I do a movie podcast. Because, yeah. you know, movies affect <laughs> hey, me. This he's crying now yeah. actually, and nobody can see it. <laughs> <laughs> but like. You know, I don't want to cry. You know, I don't want. I don't want to be like I've. I've got no choice because the thing on the screen, I just have to because it's so freaking sad. You know, yeah. I think maybe there was a way where right. it would be less less melodramatic. It was so like uh, I think we talked about maybe better just not even see it and just when that that scene when they're in the bed and uh, she's saying how she's going to tour and he's going to stay behind sort right. of thing. Maybe it just yeah. ends. Or he's going to go see her perform. I guess and you know that he's basically going to off himself. I guess in the yeah. other versions, I think in the Barbara Streisand version, he like gets in a car accident. And oh dies. yeah, I think that would have. Yeah, maybe. he did die in all the other yeah. versions. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, so I, I like a death like off screen. Right. And when she yeah. comes in the end to sing, this would be like a memorial to him, and then we kind of understand what happened. Right. Not yeah. Seeing him hanging. Yeah, that like far shot of him yeah. in the garage with the dog or out dog there. Looking at him, like, yeah. Yeah, this, that was rough. This is not nice. Yeah, yeah. I remember being in the theater and everyone was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like yeah. they weren't really expecting him, ben his body, a, to be hanging. Your experience in the theater <laughs> with a star is, uh, Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> might as well say it again. Uh, so yeah, we're we're in the theater and uh, you know they have that bedroom conversation. Conversation, like Dave was saying, Lady Gaga and him, and she's like, "Oh, I'll see you at the show," and he's like, "Yeah," and he's sitting there crying, and then there's like silence in the theater after he le- after you know she leaves. Ben, you know, Ben, Bradley Cooper sitting there, you know, kind of teary-eyed and you're like, all right, we know what's coming. Well, there's this old guy in the theater and he had to be like helped to his seat. He's on a walker and then, you know, silence (laughs) comes to the theater after she walks out of the room and he says, I think he's going to kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone looks at him like, man, this guy is depressing and then he kills himself. (laughs) I seriously couldn't help but just crack up when, you know, when, when he said that, like, cause I was like emotional cause she left and, you know, Bradley Cooper sitting there all emotional. I'm like, I'm kind of emotional. And then, yeah, he just, he bursts out and says that it's like, wow. (laughs) That's a good tension breaker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, so that was your number six. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, good, just, great choice. Just with him going to see her in the beginning, where she's at the you know the drag show singing, yeah. and like they go to the store together. It was all very authentic and very real. Yeah. I agree. And very he's real. like the the nicest raging alcoholic I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, it was cool. You know, he's just like I get slammed every night, and this yeah. is what I do. I don't really bother anybody. I'm yeah. just you know I'm depressed and I got my issues. But I, I kind of liked that he wasn't abusive, right? He was he was a genuine guy. He yeah, was, you know, he got sloppy uh, a so little. Basically, but you're saying alcoholics can still be good yeah. people. So this, heads up. this is the subtext. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The, the, the Grammy scene was a little much when he's sitting agree, there pissing yeah, himself. The Grammy scene was, dude. That scene had me so nervous, man. Yeah. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. That's how good it was. I got goosebumps <sighs> multiple times in that movie. <laughs> another scene that stands out for me is when he's talking to her in the bathtub, like. You know, calling her ugly and just Ooh, like, it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. damn. Well, that's because you know what was her song? She's like my ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What She's a total to sellout. She sold out. Yeah, he had every right to criticize her, yeah. and then she, yeah, no, but she deserved everything that was coming to her. I mean, because that whole movie. I mean, I know, but you to call her ugly and like to well, totally yeah it was a little much. Was, much yeah. yeah, maybe due to the alcohol. 
Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> You're like, all right, Vinny. <laughs> but, uh, but the movie was really about being true to yourself and being a true artist, right. and she had obviously yeah. stole that out. I mean, he, if, if you yeah. say anything about him, he was himself the right. whole time. I would have uh, liked a more like uh, more like at the end where she sings the last song. It was beautiful, yeah. but I would have liked more of a more authentic sound, like how they sounded before he. Yeah, because they switch back to the of him actually playing the song, the song on the, the piano. Yeah, the yeah, piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but the but the ballad that she did, I would have liked a little bit more. Yeah, you know, maybe like a country vibe for him, just to show that maybe she went back to her roots. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's that makes true. Sense. No, that's a good call. Yeah, but overall, great. I mean, memorable movie, and it's gonna definitely. I mean, we love it, but we're critiquing it because yeah, we love only it. yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. It's nitpicking uh, again. I, I it was between Bohemian Rhapsody and that for me. I feel like I needed to have. The only soundtrack I listened to this year besides Black Panther. Yeah. All right. Then that was your number six. Vinny, what's your number six? Oh, cool. Uh, My number six uh, is You Were Never Really Here. Is that a nope? That was my nine, so I guess we could talk about it. Oh, I had an honorable, so. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, You Were Never Really Here. Again, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I... I feel like I like him Great. more and more each performance the that Joker. comes out of his. Yeah, the, the jo- oh, the Joker comes out this year. Can't <laughs> oh, wait. Man. This is our first show of 2019, everyone. Hey-o. Hey-o. I'm looking Whoop. at a camera that isn't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Joker comes out this year. But yeah, Walking Phoenix and You Were Never Really Here. Very small film, very indie film uh, that came out earlier this year. Uh, he has PTSD and he's a hitman. He you know hunts down people. Well, not really a hitman. He just goes and saves you know young women who are captured or kidnapped or anything but uh very unique movie very unique movie very it's, not what you're expecting no. visceral you know it's a, you kind of don't know what's going on at first and then you know you kind of get through it and and i we were, we brought this up in the episode we did and you know it's it's not as violent as the at what he actually does is like they don't actually show don't the violence much like yeah. that one like scene where he's like going through the brothel or whatever and it's all on like security footage oh yeah you yeah. like see him going With through that yeah. yeah and it's just like so it's like they they subdue, <laughs> was, they subdue it a little it's brutal, you know? you're but almost they don't cheering show for that yeah though. yeah he's running through the hammer you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that, that was what like that was like the metaphors in, in it though too yeah. like the ending bro and the guys you know yeah. i don't want to give away the whole movie but yeah you know when he's reacting like that, that was kind of like the audience too, because we wanted to see him kill. Right. Like, yeah. It, it it had some things to say about violence and our need for like the satisfaction yeah. to see people get brutally murdered. Yeah. yeah. And, cool. and it had it had it's like true. a lot of metaphors with that. With I haven't really felt like a movie did that besides um, uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh right. But Natural yeah. Born Killers preached the message while giving us the violence and proving its point. This right. movie did the opposite. Yeah, it didn't give true. us anything. It didn't give us no payoff, really. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to see these dudes get straight, brutally murdered, right? And, yeah, and they, like, and they turned the, the they turned the camera every what, time. What he did was justified. Like everything he did, like it was just like, yeah, yeah these guys deserve it. Obviously, I love and it. Then, vigilante justice. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. you got to admit, at the end, you were kind of frustrated. And I think that yeah. was the that was the point they were trying to prove <laughs> when he's like crying and stuff. I oh, feel like yeah. he needed when that he needed that urge to to kill somebody. When he's sitting in that diner and he's just sitting there with the one tear coming down, and then yeah. fake shoots himself and yeah. like the, that was crazy. <laughs> that's an intense I had no idea what's going on, <laughs> dude. That lake scene is probably the most beautiful. Oh, the, when he's scene, when he's one of the most beautiful burying his mom yeah, or whatever yeah. in there. That was beautiful. Sure. A little bit of shape yeah. of water going on, but yeah, yeah, dead. You know, it like reminded me of shape of water too. <laughs> I think but, it was, yeah. it the was same shot. But just the visual of that yeah, yeah, was, was just good. so cool. How about that one where he 
where he goes and he finds his mom, but he kills that guy in the kitchen and he kind of like stays with him. And yeah, and then he holds his dies. hand. Yeah. And they're singing together. Right? Yeah, right. Interesting. Dude, that that was a heartfelt moment, though. Yeah. It, it threw me off because I was like, what the heck? It's funny because <laughs> he just you, killed your mom. Yeah. But then he's like, he's forgiving. It was, I don't know. It was a weird, awkward, beautiful moment. Like he knows yeah. that like this is just a job he was hired to do. Yeah. Like just like he's hired to do. It's like nothing personal. The more we talk right. about it, the more I want to bump it up higher. Yeah. Because yeah. it was such an amazing movie that caught right. me off guard. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the. I love that thought yeah like he's hired to do these hitman jobs like he's killing random guys like he knows that you know he nothing personal like dave said like funny like i'll kill you but i have that's separate from like the basic level of humanity whereas you know like even a dying animal you you don't want it to suffer right and even for a fellow human being who's like you said he killed (laughs) his mom and now i've ended his life but I, i guess at that point it Nothing matters, right? The inevitability of death is coming. So yeah, I mean, it, but he hit him with this tie a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, before I hold your hand, let me get some slap yeah. in the face with my tie. <laughs> but, but but yeah, I just I, <laughs> He's like, I just hey. I just love it. Just the the uniqueness of it, and it's just like a it's it's a quick film. It's like it's. It seems like a just a crazy, you know, raunchy, like bloody, violent movie. But it's just like it's got so much more than that. It's Dude. so much. It's such a unique way to do it. And that ending scene just it just totally stood out for me for this year. And I just I just really wanted to include it on my list. So crazy um, visual storytelling. Yeah. Did you actually think he might have killed himself there? For yeah, a absolutely. Yeah. Until like, like the waitress oh, wow, brought that's the check. Just, I'm like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> and if you want to know more about that movie, please check out our episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Blockbuster mentality. You were never but really. A way to take a, a genre and just totally flip it. Man. Yeah, really yeah cool. absolutely. Totally yeah, and Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix is outstanding in that Joaquin movie. Joaquin Phoenix so. is top three actors out. Have you ever seen The Master? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dude, him and The Master, he should have won Best sh- Actor for that. Yeah, he definitely should have won for that, but good stuff. All right, and that was my number six. What's your number five, Dave? My number five is a movie that came out earlier in the year, and also a movie we've done an episode on is Alex Garland's Annihilation. Whoop. All right, what's your number five, Vinny? My number five is Buster Shrugs. Nice. So, uh, yeah, let's just get into this puppy. Get into it. Well, you start because you had it higher than me. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> hey, 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 Benny, throw you right on the bus. <laughs> um, man, I, Coen Brothers. Six-part six anthology. Six-part anthology. Basically, West. if you love Coen Brothers, it's six Coen Brothers short films, yeah. which is heaven for any Coen Brothers fan i can't even believe it's not getting like as much hype (laughs) as it should it should get screenplay everything if you like any coen brothers movie every tone that they have comedy black comedy drama everything is in one of these anthologies oh definitely and that's what makes it i mean the performances you got one with james franco you got one with liam neeson you got the metaphors in there you can decode it uh, Zoe Kazan, I think that was probably my favorite one with the wagon. I feel like that was the most complex one. I, like, I loved all the episodes, but I say if I were to pick one, I don't know if that would be my favorite. Something interesting about this film, and I'm spoiling it now for Ben and everybody else listening. Okay, the, I didn't know we were jumping into spoilers, but let's go. Well, yeah, let's <laughs> let's do it. I mean, it's, this anthology movie, whatever, it's about death. Death, yeah. Everybody dies. For sure. It's like the Grim Reaper coming for you, and there's really no avoiding it. There's no avoiding it. Doesn't no matter, matter how who, different you are, yeah, or what you your are, views what are doing, on life, where you are, that's one thing you always have in common. It's death is coming for you, yeah. and uh, and we're going together, and that's what it's telling you. you right like the, the, end, like the yeah. last, and it all comes together at the end. And the other anthology I really like is the gold mining scene, who I thought was Nick Nolte. It was actually Tom <laughs> Waits. I love this. He's like a prospector, yeah. and the way he like sort of plans it it's all great. out. 
and he finds this gigantic nugget and then just gets shot in the back. Yeah. And doesn't die. <laughs> How about the special effects, dude? Great. Right? Yeah. But yeah, it feels I, like I, a cheap movie, but it's not. It's actually this could have been a normal Coen Brothers a, yeah. movie for whatever reason they decided to release it in this way. I feel like that uh, that episode that like you know um, segment was like claiming what you deserve. You know, he put in yeah. all that work, and he's he. And the one episode that you were talking about, Liam Neeson episode. Yeah, that, that was that might be my favorite. I feel like that I was like about that showbiz. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I feel like. Like you know, here's here's this up. yeah, here's this guy telling these stories and he's so talented. And, yeah, and then yeah. he ends up selling, you know, or killing the guy. Yeah, ends well, up selling any, that business. He's not as interesting as a chicken. So yeah, yeah well, but he but here obviously, he is, but here he is making more money off the poor and uneducated. Yeah, yeah. I kind of that's what I got from it. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. He was like a hand puppet almost. Yeah. He's got no arms, no legs, right. but he's brilliant. And Whoever can, that was acting was yeah, insane. Yeah, definitely. The, you, again, the Ozzy Mandeus stuff was cool. Yeah. Um, does Buster Scruggs ever come back? No. No. But he's hilarious. It's, it's weird that it's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs yeah. and he's only in that first scene. And yeah, they could have like named it a, a yeah. different title for the book, for the overall book. So that was your guys' number five, or that was your number five, Dave? That was my number 10. Oh, and your. Number five. five. Buster Shrugs was number five. Yeah, cool man. I love beans. that movie. All right. My, so my number five was cool. Leave No Trace. Cool Beans? Cool right, Beans. I have Leave No Trace. At <laughs> I say that a lot, all right? Cool Beans. Cool uh, dude in a loose mood. <laughs> I got a, I got a whoop. For you Leave know, No Trace? Yeah. All right. My number five, Leave No Trace. You What's your higher. number? But it's my number four, so. All right. So you're, let, you get yeah, it's mine as well. 10. Let's get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's all right. Leave book. No Trace. Let's do it. It's your number four, so go ahead and start since it's the high, it's higher for you. Like uh, directed, you by, directed by Deborah Granick, uh, starring the amazing Ben Foster. Uh-huh. And we also did an episode of this as well. I guess I think all these I have an episode. <laughs> so yeah. what do we have? Actually, done that one isn't released yet, though. So. Oh, no? Yeah. Stay tuned for that episode. Uh, but we we did record an episode on Leave No Trace, so definitely look out for that. But yeah, this movie, man, Ben Foster uh, fell in love with him in Hell or High Water, which was a fantastic movie from 2016. Thomas Thomas and McKenzie is a newcomer, uh, plays uh, his daughter. They live off the grid, and yeah, just there's not much wrong with this movie. So <laughs> you guys talked about you were never really here. That one kind of deals with PTSD. In this movie, Leave No Trace, it also deals with PTSD, but in a very unique way. We don't really know what his trauma is or what he went through or really any it's basically an unsolvable problem other than the fact that this guy needs to be away. Right. He doesn't like questions. Maybe he was interrogated was yeah. a theory that I had. That's why he doesn't like questions. But he doesn't like you know, our modern structure. He can't deal with it. It it will break him. So he needs to just go off into the woods and the mother's gone. He's left with the teenage daughter. And what do you do? They've got a great bond. And she, you know, he's a good father in, in one sense, in the fact that he loves his daughter and he wants to take care of her and he really cares for her well-being. On the other hand, he's literally endangering her life by making her, or she's tagging along right. with him in yeah. these brutal winter conditions, which nearly cost her her feet at, at least. Right. They almost froze to death on one night. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. It's, it's like an unsolvable problem. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, you sort of end up with, you got to let this guy go. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's it's exactly why I have it so high up on my list too. Yeah, again at, at, at number five, I just uh, 
yeah, you, you, you feel for this guy, you, you have the conflict of, yeah, living out in the grid seems nice, seems outstanding, but again, indoors again, you, you, which we'll talk about in the episode that'll be coming out, you know, humans have adapted, you know, that's the reason why we live indoors now. That's the reason why, you know, we have AC and heat and, right. you know, running all water. that stuff, running water. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it's just, again, I love how it touches on, you know, just, just because you have these problems doesn't mean I do, you know, it doesn't mean I have to grow up with these problems you know just like she says like what's wrong with you isn't wrong with me right yeah. you know and i love the whole idea of you know you know when they first get to that house uh you know once you know they they get found out and stuff there you know we can think our own thoughts still you know so everything yeah. still is you know you you can have your own domain in your mind you know it doesn't have to be you know out in the woods or anything like you can ha- still have that own domain so what what number was this on your list that was number two number 10 okay i don't feel like i feel like ben foster is probably the most underrated actor in hollywood yeah. i really can't think of anybody else he's so good he has been the best part of so many garbage movies <laughs> like it, but yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see he's picking out the yeah. good ones finally absolutely but his daughter man what was that actress's name thomas and mckenzie i mean there's been some really good child performances this year i just watched wildlife the kid and that's really good the daughter um from a quiet place is really good yeah but this year her man she she broke my heart that that girl Mm -hmm. and uh she stands up to him yeah dude yeah she just it just feels it's such a real movie it almost felt like almost like a documentary for a minute i know it felt like you know that movie where you're watching a family and you feel like you don't belong there like you're feeling like man you're intruding on their space i'm intruding on their space (laughs) that's how i felt i felt like i was watching a real father and daughter living out in the the wilderness and i was intruding on their story and their life and and where they're trying to fit in this world and where they belong right and I don't know what'd you think of the ending where she you know kind of left them the food or whatever. I I mean I I, I dug it. Uh, did you did you great. find did you find hope in there? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I think yeah because uh, you know the one woman said how like she would leave food out for that one guy and yeah. she hasn't seen him but the food's always gone. Yeah. So he yeah. kind of needs to do what he needs to do and she's gonna do the same. I and mean, they she and they, can't follow him until. He's going to go to the moon if he can. Yeah. He's trying to get as far away as he can. Yeah. But you still feel like he's going to stay close yeah. to her. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He'll keep an eye on her. Just to let her know that exactly. like, I'm still here. That, yeah, I still love there. you. Yeah. Yeah. Like She didn't go through that war. She didn't go through the stuff he did. She needs to still grow up yeah. You know the way she needs to grow up. So I love how, the, yeah. It, yeah, I feel like after seeing his daughter and her reaction to how he is, I feel like he has more of a... A push to be better, right? You know, yeah, and, and get past his absolutely his, his demons. Yeah, it definitely leaves you with hope. I feel. Well, it's yeah. interesting because he's escaping, escaping, escaping because he doesn't want to lash out and become violent and become self destructive. He's like, it's like bubbling inside of him, and his solution and how he deals with it is to escape. And to his credit, you know, he didn't lash out once. I don't think. I mean, right, he got yeah. a little testy a couple of times, but. You know he's doing a pretty good job, and that's kind of his solution. And uh, I thought it was a nice compromise. And I guess you know I don't really want to call it a resolution, but they found their right paths. Right? I mean, she's a teenage girl; she can't just yeah, exactly. It's yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous I mean, for him. Yeah, in but, school, yeah. <laughs> no school. Yeah. Yeah. She's hungry. All well, the time, I mean, to yeah. his to his credit, I mean, he's been teaching her and everything. Yeah, like she's yeah. educated, but yeah, it's uh, she she needs more. She needs that human interaction, not just with one person. Yeah. She needs. So you feel like he deserves an Oscar nom for that? 
Uh, I mean, I, th- I thought it was a great performance. Um, it's I, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I, w- I would not have a problem if not he got. Nominated. I mean, he'll, he yeah. won't get one. Yeah, because it's Ben Foster. But but and plus, yeah, it's just this is a small movie. Not enough critics critics have seen, unfortunately. Well, but. I don't know off the top of my head. Who would... Well, you know, this movie's one hundred percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it? And we I, have not heard anything about that. It's ridiculous. And when Paddington 2 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm talking 100%. Yeah. You would think I'm talking, oh, Vinny, you're talking 40 critics. Bro, there's like 207 critics or something yeah. that reviewed this movie. It's and ridiculous. it's 100%. Yeah. And you're not hearing anything about it. Yeah. Ben says this is basically a flawless movie. I mean, obviously, you'll find out what I rated it in the episode when it comes out. Yes. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just I could not find much wrong with this movie. It's great filmmaking. Uh, I wish I could rem- remember her name, uh, who made the movie. Deborah Granick. There you go. Deborah, thank you. Deborah Granick. Uh, yeah, just I outstanding job. Um, and just, I don't know, just I, I love the movies about living off the grid and stuff. And I just love how this movie didn't glorify it or no. anything. Like it just, <laughs> It's about getting back to nature. But you know, realizing that nature can and will kill you, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it showed the good things about it. Like, oh, this would be nice and peaceful. But it's yeah. like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. more complicated than that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just like so. you know, camping out for the weekend. Right. All right. So that was my number five. That was your number four, Dave. So what's your number four, Vinny? Number four is Green Book. Green Book. Nice. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, did you have? You did not see no, that. I did not. Yet. You didn't see Green Book. Um, Honorable mention. Was my, that? It was my number nine. Number nine. Yep. Okay, yeah. I mean, Green Book was the feel-good movie of the year that that sucked me in for all its um <laughs> Same here, yeah. I mean, it, it, it pulled def- out every every punch. Oh, yeah. It pulled yeah. every punch and I fell for every single yeah. one. I know? mean, it's 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 lighthearted, but yeah, at the same time it does cover, you know, yeah. certain issues and things that it, you know, thought provoking with the stuff with Mahershala Ali's character and everything yeah. like How's yeah. Vigo like Vigo, oh my god, Vigo. Vigo, man. I mean, being Italian too, yeah, he yeah. he kills the accent. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And Vigo, he's the man, dude. He really I mean, is. Eastern Promises. Yeah. What what's the one movie you like? Uh Captain Fantastic. Captain, uh, History yeah. of Violence, Catherine, like you yeah. can't go wrong with Vigo. No, and I was a little worried with the accent. I was like, is he going to go too crazy with this? Is he going to like yeah. be over Jamaica? Or, yeah. yeah, but he actually, <laughs> yeah, but he that actually, Brooklyn accent. Was yeah, just, he kills yeah. it, man. Yeah. He kills it. And Mahasha, Mahasha, Mahershala Ali, Mahersha. Yeah. With Moonlight, I didn't yeah. see Moonlight. Yeah, he's great in that. He deserved the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for but that. But for this, I was yeah. like, wow, man, I've been sleeping on him because yeah. I have not seen anything with him in yeah. until this. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And he was amazing. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, this is one that just if you want to feel good walking out of the theater or walk, you know, just watching it at home or whatever, like this is the movie. Like it's uh, again, it, it touches on, you know, serious issues. But at the same time, they're lighthearted about it. It's funny. It's the chemistry. The chemistry with man. Viggo Mortensen it's and Marshall. probably Marshall, my favorite yeah. duo. Of the year, for yeah. sure. They read yeah. the way they read off each other, man. It's yeah, like a, like a buddy. Yeah, so almost Vig- like a buddy. Yeah. Vigo Mortensen's like a tough, you know, Brooklyn guy who works at the Copacabana as like a bouncer, <laughs> uh-huh. and it gets shut shut down for maintenance. But he needs to work through the holidays, you know, to make yeah. money for his family, and he gets like noticed that this musician needs a driver, you know, as he's going on this tour through the southern and maybe some protection. Yeah, some protection because he's going through the southern states, and it happens to be an African American uh, musician that yeah. he meets. You know, they they introduced that Viggo Mortensen, you know, might have a little prejudice in him and stuff, you know, and uh, so, you you know, it gets that little conflict. But, you know, Italian. yeah, exactly. Um, but going. but yeah, it's it's like in this. It has a little in there. Though, too. It's in the early it's in the early 60s where if you are driving down in the south, yeah, like could be trouble. uni. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With, the, you know, an African-American and, you know, it's called Green Book because there was an actual Green Book 
that would show you different uh, hotels and restaurants. You know, black people could actually eat in. I, I feel like that title that was wasted. I do too. Yeah, it, I feel it, like it that title could have been a serious drama about like what the Green Book actually was, and actually, because yeah. I feel like it really didn't have much to do with the story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like um, to call it Green Book, you would think, okay, this movie's about like yeah. you know how people have to live with this Green Book and how they weren't allowed certain places, and it really wasn't like yeah, that. it wasn't. But uh, but yeah, it's very again lighthearted. Feel good movie. Nice. And if they I, make a I movie think about a green book. What are they going to call it now? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think you'll like it a lot, Dave. But yeah, this is uh, again. It was my number nine. Your number four. Nice. So it's again definitely worthy of a top ten uh, for the year. So. Excellent. I'll check it out. And at the end, this most like you know emotional scene that just sucks you up. Really. It, you just it's can't ca- help but fall for it. It's man. in a way kind of like planes, trains, automobiles. In a way, okay. like not a hundred percent, but it's you know I obviously it's not that slapstick there. or anything. But like it's it's got that camaraderie gotcha. and you know. Um, so yeah, great great choice there. Nice. Uh, number four. Uh, number yeah, that was number was, four. Number four. My number four is first reformed. Didn't see it. Uh, whoopee. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, so you're number We're three. Number three. Uh, three is first man. I'm sure someone's got a whoop. Whoop. Here. Whoop. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your number three, Vinny? Infinity War. Whoop. <laughs> wow. Mine. Yeah. Uh, my number three is A Quiet Place. Uh, okay. Yeah, I had that uh, number seven. You had that as well. Right? Honorable mention. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this came out early in the year, and it just I don't know for some reason this just as we were going through the year, I was like, all right, what's gonna what's gonna bump quiet place what's gonna bump quiet place but i don't know i don't know if it was just the theater because i've only seen it the one time but i don't know if it was just the theater experience here, yeah. you know that just probably dragged me in or what because that theater experience was awesome John like, the, the movie starts and it's all quiet yeah. people stop eating their popcorn mm-hmm. they notice how loud they are they're like right stop. sipping out of there <laughs> yeah. it's funny because in the trailers it seemed a bit gimmicky yeah and in the movie it's not it yeah wasn't at it all. really isn't Speaking um, of trailers, man, they got to stop showing things in trailers. Uh, too I'm much. done with watching the whole trailers. Movie. Yeah. They showed the beginning scene, and if you can put anything together, you can count the kids, and you could put together what right. happens on yeah. that, on that uh, you know, bridge. So, they just gave away the whole beginning of the movie. Yeah. First of all, trailers are, yeah, again, starting to show too much. And again, the beginning of movies, like 20 minutes of trailers? Come on. I right, know. First of all, like tra- I used to love previews before movies because that was like the only time I could see previews. But now like with online and stuff, it's like, we, I can just, I watch this online all the time. Especially like, when they, they suck. I mean, I just saw Vice the other day, and it was twenty, even, maybe even pushing twenty five minutes of trailers, and they were all terrible. Yeah, really. Just yeah. oh my god, I mean, this might be pushing it, but it might have made my like after seeing the first scene, I was like, all right, I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know, like I felt like that would have impacted me so much to start off the the movie yeah. for the whole movie. But I thought it was a good choice. Well, yeah, trailer aside good choice movie making wise to kill the kid in the beginning yeah yeah i mean definitely. this is no it was for good real for sure yeah oh, you will scene. die and but, we're not gonna paper over this you're not listening little kid you know right and yeah. you will die i mean that's as real as it freaking gets you're right but yeah i think what enhances this movie too for me is emily blunt's performance yeah she's just, great. just freaking she's, that amazing scene where she is 
having the baby yeah. <laughs> while trying to stay quiet oh after God. stepping on a nail. I was her uh, acting like, was amazing. That silent scream and yeah, that stepping scene on the is nail. One of the most amazing yeah, acting scenes like, of the year. And I think that's why this stuck with me so long too. Just like the cringeness I felt during this and like just how like uncomfortable I was yeah. and just yeah. Uh, again, yeah, the acting great and John acting. Krasinski I think was great in this too. Uh, great acting was great direction. Yeah. The kids were great in this. You know that whole uh, the uh, cornmill scene and everything, yeah. like the tension with that, and then just him and his daughter, like the daughter feeling, you know, not loved and stuff. Like I love how they played on how she was deaf, and that's why they knew sign language and stuff. Like right. it made sense. Sort of an um, exaggeration or, or or opposite. You know, they are very sensitive to hearing. She can't hear. I mean, you could kind of see what's going on there, mm-hmm. but uh, and the actress yeah, but was, it was really done well. deaf. Yeah, exactly. So that was really, oh, really right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Well, it's that's, like it felt. That's probably why it felt so authentic. Like, right. I mean, yeah. she was really deaf. Just less acting then. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, bro, easy, easy paycheck. Exactly. But yeah, I like, I like, <laughs> I like how they use the you know that whole ear device you know as like a, a plot a plot device you know and everything. So I don't know. Just this movie stuck with me, and I, it reminded me a lot of signs from uh, yeah, yeah, M Night Shyamalan, which I love, and uh, and yeah, I think it just brought me back to that, and again the the. One of the best theater experiences the alien of the year for me. Was pretty cool, fantastic. Yeah, uh, and uh, we saw. Well, I saw it on IMDb, and I shared with you. There's going to be a uh, a part two. I, yeah, I don't know not. if it's sequel or prequel. See, I don't think we need that. Slated man. for. I mean, I'm like, what, what's the movie? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We need that. For some reason, it because it made money and it's a hit. Just well, yeah, let it be. For I some agree. reason, I heard it might be like a prequel, like how the aliens got there and stuff and mm, things like that. But Independence yeah. Day, I not mean, feeling that. Yeah, yeah. This was such a quiet, a quiet, small, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such a quiet, small yeah. movie that was in one spot. You know, it was yeah, just yeah, one family. Like, I don't need to see towns getting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, murdered right. yeah. by making agree. noise. I mean, you you're gonna do the opposite. Yeah, what you're gonna do. but that's what they do. It's money. You know, now, you got to suspend disbelief in this movie. But you're right. Yeah, once, once you kind of get over that, because you're like, there's no way. It's just not possible. Yeah, how are they gonna take a dump? And you know, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna sneeze accidentally <laughs> with Ben's farts. I mean, come yeah, on, it's gonna rip on in two seconds. Why not live by the waterfall? You know, and <laughs> all right, that. right. By but the ocean again, it's just I don't, I don't know. For some reason, yeah, this movie just uh, yes. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I I couldn't put it any you know lower on it. You know, as in you know closer to top ten. It was like ninety minutes t- long of pure attention. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's just short I felt movie. I was engaged the whole time. Short movie and just uh, again the performances by Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, and the direction by Don, John Krasinski. Just uh, I love this movie. Me too. I love this movie. Great movie. You're, I think it's awesome that he directed it was with his wife in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, you know yeah. he's got to be so proud of this movie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. He should be. You know, it's it's an Good outstanding film. Although so. he did the Jack Ryan series on Amazon. Off you, was that decent? I haven't seen that yet. I didn't like it. It sucked. It's just more Middle Eastern terrorism stuff. It's just it's a nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like it's just an old story. I like the Jack Ryan character. I've seen the Harrison Ford movies. Yeah. Clear, yeah. clear and Present Danger. Yeah. All that. Patriot Games. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed with it. I didn't even make it. We didn't make it through the first episode. Really? What yeah. was? Damn, well, dude, you didn't you even make, give it a chance. You can't, you can't stop at the first episode. <laughs> but it's like I've seen this before, right? There's, yeah. a, there's a Middle Eastern terrorist, and we need to find him. Like, all right, what great. Was, yeah. What was that movie he was in? Was it the Benghazi? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, thirteen hours. Yeah, yeah, thirteen hours. He was pretty good. Yeah, I. I Fell asleep during it, but that had nothing to do with the movie. But. Michael Bay um, wasn't going to watch it. See, so yeah, that was my number One three. Of his better movies. What's your was number? 
What's your number two, Dave? My number two, I feel like I'm going to be on an island here and possibly way higher than maybe everyone else listening at home. I've got <laughs> number two is Mission Impossible Fallout. Fallout was my number seven. So. Oh, okay. So I have it, uh, it's in my honorables, but yeah, great choice. I was uh, iffy about it, but then I was like, in IMAX, I was probably the best IMAX experience since Dunkirk. Fantastic yeah. movie, one of the one of my, the best theater experiences I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is two and a half hours of just nonstop. This is like action thriller, just freaking crazy movie. Epicness. Yeah. yeah so I I came out of the movie just like a mile high, just loving this thing. And then I watched it again, and I still love it. So yeah, this one I think as far as. Uh, High quality action films. This is might be it for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably honest, this might be pushing. But it's one of the best action movies of all time. Oh yeah, it's, I that's think what so. I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise trained for like what a year to fly a <laughs> helicopter in this movie. How can you not love this guy? Oh, the camera work. It's like, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. Like, are it's they seen, all gonna? You saw it in IMAX, right? I did. Dude, yeah. seeing an IMAX Dolby, changes the but, game. Yeah. It changes. It changes everything. And the fact that he actually jumped out of that airplane. You know, the guy's what crazy. The hell are you insane, doing? Like, yeah. I, but it made it so. Much like, better. Yeah, <laughs> Henry Cavill in yeah. here was a nice addition. Yeah, I normally don't care for him, but he, either, was right. but he was really good. It's just, cra- it's just yeah. crazy how <laughs> how good these movies still are. Like Ghost Protocol, uh, uh, Rogue Nation. I think Rogue Nation came out first, but still, it's just like what the. I feel like the next James Bond movie has to like live up. It oh. sucks to have. <laughs> yeah. I, I think even the director that directed Fallout said, "I don't really want to direct it because of the bar that I just set for myself." <laughs> <Too> much. <laughs> right. He's like, "There's only one way to go, and that's down." I've never right. seen a movie this intense. But uh, yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout is my number two movie of 2018. All right, so that brings us to Vinny's number two. Vinny, what you got? Annihilation. Nice. Annihilation at number two. My, my number man, five. that was my number eight. My number, number eight. eight. Number five. Really? Yeah, brilliant. I thought, movie. I thought you'd have it higher. I, I was brilliant for I, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my <laughs> For me, this was a totally shockingly, surprisingly great yeah. movie. I didn't expect yeah. anything out of this movie. For I, me, I expected everything. Oh, did Because I loved Ex Machina. Okay. That was yeah. I think it was like my number what I, I don't know if we did a show that year, but that no, was like my yeah. top movie of right. that year. So Alex Garland, I think is his mm-hmm. name. When, right. when I found out he's directing this. He was finally getting like that budget to make a huge sci-fi movie. I was like, all right, this better be complex, thought-provoking, right. but also have the crazy visuals and action and everything that <laughs> I ever want. And it was everything I wanted. Absolutely, and it didn't uh, let me down at all. I thought I hated it at first. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't know what I I didn't know what I watched. We also uh, did an episode on this. Yeah, we did an <laughs> episode on it. I I didn't know what I watched. I uh, I, I, I but I I let it sink in. I I, I thought about it more, it. and uh, and then we talked through it. You know, we talked, you know, deep about it in that episode and it just totally made me appreciate it so much more. I think I was with you as well. We were both on the fence. Yeah. And it, as we went through the episode, we realized that we liked the movie a lot much more than just we were talking yeah, about it. View. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, interesting. I mean, the bear scene alone is my uh, favorite scene of the year. That'll haunt my dreams forever. Well, you, just, get, you get the idea of creation versus destruction. You've got this thing going on with like this endless malignant growth right you know this cancer metaphor going on in nature cancer like, metaphor yeah the all self-destruction self-destruction yeah. depression yeah ptsd at first i was like cancer metaphor and then i started looking into it and i was like okay it could be about cancer but yeah. I, i'm gonna go with the self-destruction mode but i, I but it's all there yeah. yeah i mean i think there's like five or six things going on in this there's movie. so many metaphors yeah it's yeah. just uh and, and uh, i 
I just I love the change aspect of it. Like uh, I even brought it up in our episode, just how like the all this trauma is causing so much change to these people. Like right. I mean, obviously Oscar Isaac's character, I think he was in you know the military or something. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's there's so much like this trauma that you go through changes you, and it's just like at what point are you just a totally different person after all this change? Like right. if you replace every, you know, there's the paradox of if you replace every part of a ship, at what point, you know, if you change every single part of that ship, is it the same ship anymore? Yeah. Like, and we, and then we'd every say, part on the inside, but could look the same on the right, outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, so. because it's like, how do you, can you resist that change? And really the only character, I think the Natalie Portman character, she maintains her head, maintains herself. And she's not broken by this, this this pressure outside of her to to transform her, she resists it. Yeah, and uh, everybody else kind of falls by the wayside. But really great and shimmer. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Oscar Isaac, that found footage where they cut open that guy's stomach. Brutal. And, oh god, it's like crazy, it's terrifying. The people have just completely lost their minds. Yeah, yeah. You know? the movie. Yeah, it blew me away, man. And it's one of those movies you can rewatch. It almost made my number one just yeah. for rewatchability. I was like, ah, eh, but. The impact that it had when I first saw it. I'm actually, I'm, I invited a couple of buddies over next week to watch it because they've yeah. never seen it. I was like, dude, we're watching yeah. Annihilation. Nice. And uh, I'm actually excited to watch it with them for the first yeah. time. Just to see so what they, they think. Yeah, just to be like, so what'd you think? Yeah. Know, I, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just like, like, you made us watch that for yeah. two hours? What the hell, man? <laughs> it's yeah. lame, man. This movie <laughs> now, that's one where there's some good music in that, that Helplessly Hoping song. Oh, yes. Cosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. That's one I had on Spotify a lot. With the, I kept pl- replaying The song that. where uh, Oscar Isaac is walking up the stairs where they meet oh, inside. They, re- yeah, they yeah, replayed yeah, that yeah, a few yeah. times. That's really good. It really sucked I didn't get to see it in the theater, though, man. Yeah, I know. I Same wish I would have got to see it in the theater. I would have loved to see it in the theater. Honestly, yeah. I, didn't, I thought it would be stupid, the, the, the trailers. And then I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah. God. So what do you think compared to Ex Machina? Because I actually, I actually prefer this one to Ex Machina. Um, I watched. It's funny because I recently watched Ex Machina last week, and after that, I prefer Annihilation. Yeah, yeah Ex Machina I, isn't as good as I remember it. Um, the first time I saw it, I was blown away. I was actually terrified, dude. Leaving the theater, I was like scared <laughs> of technology. Yeah, it was scary, man. It's like Black Mirror episodes, you know, watching yeah. those. You oh, it's ridiculous. Throw out your phone. She's horrible, but. After seeing Annihilation, I feel like there's more to I feel like Annihilation was probably like his baby that he just wanted the budget with. Honest, yeah, yeah. I feel but like he was writing that a lot longer I, than he was. Annihilation, I mean, I mean, obviously not trying to sound pretentious or anything, but uh, you definitely have an, have to have an open mind with Annihilation. Like it's yeah. something you have to be willing to like you know, Try to digest it and try to dissect it. Don't just judge it off of that first watch. Like, oh, I'm just following the plot, and oh, what is this weird alien thing she's you know going back and forth with? Oh, it's her. You kind of have know. to be the characters. In a sense. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, and it's just like, like I, the ride. and I love that end scene with her, like kind of you know that recreation of herself that she's looking at that mirror image. Yeah. You know, just how it's you know just her almost like fighting her own demons and yeah. fighting you know. So, fun fact for you, herself. Alex Garland with that ending, the the studio said no. It's too too out there. No, the audience aren't going to feel this. We don't want it. Oh no. He's like, "Well, this is the only way I'm doing this movie. I'm having my original ending and this was his writing. They wanted him to change everything to make it like some cliché Hollywood crap." Yeah. And then it was trippy as hell, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. They, they didn't want that ending. So, it, it's nice to know that he didn't sell out. Has he explained <laughs> it at all himself? 
I haven't really read anything. Okay. I read that though. That I kind of hope he hasn't because I like when it's ambiguity. Open. Yeah, yeah. Where it's up to you to figure out what's going. Oh, on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love movies like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, what'd you yeah. get out of it? You know, something totally different than me. Yeah, yeah. I think this one kind of does it this perfectly. You know, it's not quite clear what's happening, but there's enough there, enough substance where you can, you know, right. Try to make sense out of it, and yeah, the Oscar Isaac whole thing with that flashbang and then her oh man great stuff i feel like people that aren't even open-minded and just like movies in general can sit back and watch this movie. like how can you not be absorbed in this movie yeah i mean it's definitely interesting with, with to see visual, what's going on yeah, like what is this bubble yeah that's you know, it has what everything is this, this yeah 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 um again and again that bear scene that, that bear just again that's my just favorite scene of the year terrifying probably. it's just <laughs> yeah that one that just stands out to me yeah the bear opens his mouth you hear people screaming in there just Help like me. Again, that that will haunt my dreams forever. So, uh, but yeah, outstanding movie. Just such a again uh, another one of those small films that just like more people need to see. And really, it's definitely a film film lovers film. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. Uh, my number two. Uh, I've been you know Criterion over the years. I've been pretentious over the years, but this he is the, this is the highest I've put like a blockbuster <laughs> film up on my list, and it's just because I just love this franchise so much. Wow. I go number two, Avengers Infinity War. It's just a, the culmination of the, all of the MC, MCU. Uh, Thanos with uh, Josh Brolin is just... just So, like, he just sucks you in and just um, so captivating. And, uh, yeah, again, just uh, been an MCU fan again, like I said, since 2008 with Iron Man and just, like, the buildup of everything. Like, they, you know, tease Thanos in the first Avengers film uh, at the end credits, and they, you know, even bring him in in Guardians and, you know, tease him at the end of Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, and just, it almost seems like the grand finale of everything that's happened and just the way they went about it just with, you know, being able to, have all these characters in this movie but it not seem like overcrowded or over you know over anything you know it's just amazing how they were able to pull this off i like how this is the unwinnable fight and in all of these movies they're all the unwinnable fight until someone comes up with the one cool trick to win the fight (laughs) right and it never happens yeah in this movie yeah the bad guy wins yeah, that's what that's in a devastating. I love that way. they had the balls to Dude, do that. The, the ending was amazing because <laughs> no one knew if he was going to get all the stones. Right. right or, yeah. And then after that snap, I was like, oh, shit, they, they actually had the balls yeah. to do this. Yeah. Well, and it's just great because, yeah, when when uh, Scarlet Witch is trying to, you know, take the mind stone out of vision and it's just like, oh, OK, oh, this is how the they're going to stop him. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> This is yeah, definitely yeah. <laughs> died twice, two times. <laughs> you got it the worst. Yeah. But like with but, Loki and Vision and Gamora, yeah. they for me they need to all stay dead. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, the, I mean, the it's, emotional like everyone knew Thanos was going to straight yeah. say I'm Thanos, I'm gonna kill somebody right. in the first scene. Yeah, the Gamora scene was the most emotional. You know, the characterization that they did for Thanos in that scene killing Gamora if they bring her back I feel like that takes it away that's the only thing I'm worried about it was my number three the only thing I'm worried about is I don't want Endgame to erase everything that yeah. was so amazing about Infinity War. right yeah I, I the hope the only thing I'm worried about yeah I think Endgame could dis, you know dissuade us from this movie it could disrupt our view of this movie because um, essentially it's the part two you know? uh, I mean it could no, yeah. you gotta it might you know. I mean, they said like five times Loki ain't coming back. You know, I think my brother's really dead this time. Yeah. Like, know, he said yeah. like five times. I'm like, all right, he should be dead this time. And, and I, they need to start 
they got to start fake stop fake killing off these these characters because there's no emotional impact it, anymore. It's funny you should bring that up just because that's another reason why I love this movie so much because it it, it enhanced my love of Thor. Like oh, I, he I, was Thor's the it. most like, badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean he's it, incredible. It enhanced my love for sure because yeah. I wasn't a fan of Ragnarok either. Yeah. Oh. Then I saw him on this, I was like, oh, oh shit. I'm with I diff- well, I hate it. Yeah. I love Ragnarok. Honest. Really, I yeah. watched it the first time, did not like it. <laughs> oh. I've watched it two times since, and that's one of my favorite MCU Thor movies. Is no. my favorite um, character. I, yeah. This movie like cemented it. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't want to get on Ragnarok, but the reason why I felt like the movie was different from his character of all the other movies, yeah. I felt like they basically um, took the third movie and made it a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. That's what threw me off too. Was, yeah, it's like making a Batman movie right now, a Guardians of the Galaxy ish right. movie. That's I just how thought I it was felt. so much fun, though. You know, it and, was. It, it, it was. He does have a ish. seriousness to his character that I think they kind of broke past. Um, so that's why they yeah. did, but they also changed his character in the process. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but uh, but yeah, just, just to uh, fit the audience of what was in at the yeah, moment. I mean, in I, my opinion, I mean, I, I can see that. But he was fantastic in this film. Yeah. I mean, you know, forging that axe of the dude when he studying that yeah. star. It's great. Gangster. Peter Dinklage is the, the the super large dwarf. What's he say? Bring me Thanos. <laughs> great, shit. and he basically. Practically beat him really at the end. He did, yeah. You know, and it was that close to you winning. You know, Thor's going to murk him though in the next one. Thor's going to be so. the one to take him out. That'd be great. Has to be. Has well, to be I mean, Thor, it dude. seemed like he was going to be in this one, and then he said he should have aimed for the head and snaps. So yeah, I think, who, I I think someone else, you know, got him in the heart. I mean, what? Uh, it's like, yeah, Thanos. What are you talking we gotta, about? You like, got to put him in a blender. <laughs> like, I don't understand what you got to do here. You know what's yeah. even more amazing about this whole conversation? The movie's coming out in like what three, four months. I know it's crazy. <laughs> Can't yeah. believe it's already here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about it. It's what just, about Mar- Captain Marvel? That comes out March, March, I think. Yeah, um, and then April's Infinity War or Endgame. Or so they have to introduce Captain Marvel yeah. to then show her coming in and saving the day for Avengers Two, yeah, or pretty much. Infinity War Two, maybe. Not I don't, don't need that. to see any more trailers. We'll though. see. We that don't know stupid, yet. Though, we don't know. You know. Well, I, I don't know anything. All I know is I've seen trailers, and I'm like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, and, then and they he's throw already Ant- mad that you know Loki's going to come back to life. He knows it's going to happen. They throw Ant Man in the trailer too. We just saw Ant Man and the Wasp. We just saw him stranded in the quantum realm, and then you just show him in the new trailer. I'm like, what's the point of any of this at this point? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I this, I, I I'm like, hold on. So Ant-Man's good? You just left us hanging on Ant-Man and the Wasp. He's floating around in the quantum realm, and then he's like knocking on the door of uh, Captain yeah. America's hotel. Well, but, then I guess it's, are you so stupid as to care that he's in trouble because you know they'll... That's what I mean, it, right? but that takes away the emotional <laughs> I know, impact. I know, I know. I well, agree. right away it took away from the emotional impact because as soon as... as we so- knew Spider-Man 2 it, was coming out. As soon as... <laughs> As soon as Black Panther and as soon as Spider Man disappeared, I was like, oh, "Okay, well, obviously they're coming back." So it's like, well, but so in that moment of me actually seeing the movie, I knew that. But at the same time, it's still, you know, I agree with you on that. But it has Loki a, and all of them before the snap. Is no, a yeah, story exactly. Yeah, if they come back, I might be a little especially mad. Gamora. But yeah, I just <laughs> again, I've been invested in this universe for so long that uh, just this was just such a great. You know, almost uh, almost finale to it in a way. Oh, it was so. an awesome. I feel like I'm hating more yeah. on it, but it's definitely I, it was awesome. It's the best uh, comic book movie ever. And Infinity uh, War, I think so. Well, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, in this. Yeah, I don't know if Dark Knight. I don't. I almost don't consider Dark Knight a comic book movie. I, 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 it I, technically I, is. I, 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 technically, yeah, but I I just consider it a film of of a character who's. You know, because it's so amazing, you yeah. don't consider it. But right. that's like what's hyped you up for what a comic movie's supposed to be, right? It, but it, it, it's a film by Christopher Nolan, yeah. you know, about 
you know. But he showed you what comic book movies can be. They can be films. And these, yes, but only if Christopher Nolan does it, you know, and not you know right. for well maybe just a Marvel universe. Yeah. But I really I I, I want to make a distinction there. I don't know how quite to justify it, but The Dark Knight is a film. This yeah. is a comic book movie. I think. Yeah, I get but, you. You know. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's my number three. I loved it. I loved it, and I noticed. I just watched it. I was just talking to Dave. I just watched it like two nights ago, and I yeah. noticed certain things, like Doctor Strange saying, "We're in the end game now." Yeah. That's the name. Hey. <laughs> I really like him. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Dude, yeah, he's he, good. He yeah. put up a badass fight. What? Uh, like, oh, oh shit! All right, so yeah, that was my number two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, let's let's move on. Let's move on. What's your What's your number one, Dave? My, my number one is First Performed. Amazing choice. That was my number Schrader. four. Uh, Vinny, you have not seen that, correct? Sorry, it's the only that. one I didn't watch. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> you can watch it and then uh, brush up on our episode, which yeah. will be released whenever. <laughs> no, that's already released. Yeah, no, that's out now. Yeah, I've lost in the time. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'll text you. Uh, <laughs> you know where it's at. Uh, it might, yeah, this might change if I see it. E- Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it's a performance of the year for me uh, with Ethan Hawke. Just a uh, outstanding. Uh, Meant not mental, but I don't know. How would you describe this film, Dave? It's your number one. No, this movie is the updated. Uh, it is the character, the essence of Taxi Driver, Travis Bickle, but yep. but mature. And instead of a cab driver in New York City, he is a reverend in uh, a little Albany County in, in New York. It's a man who's got the same issues with the world. He's living in a broken, polluted, disgusting place, and he doesn't quite know how to fix it. And he's got his faith in God, and on the other hand, he's got this this pressure outside of him from this corrupted church, this pollution in the world. He's trying to help this young guy who's an environmental activist who was saying, I don't, I, w- I don't want my wife to have her child. I want her to abort it because I don't want this child to be born into this sick world. And he's just trying to navigate all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke is outstanding. Uh, the yeah, but, and, but also the, the evolution of this this. This Travis Bickle character, I don't know what we want to call it, but it, there's something going on here where it's this kind of a similar thing. Written yeah, by Paul absolutely. Schrader, yeah, it's the dissension, the descent into into madness. Yeah. you know, the descent into you know wanting to trying to make sense of the filth. Who's going right. to come clean it? Is it going to be me? Is it going to be somebody right. else? I don't know. What do I do about it? You yeah. know, you've got you're on this path to fix things, but you don't know what that path is. Is it radicalism? Is it violence? Is it Blowing people up, right? Yeah, I don't know. Is it shooting people? Is it terrorism? Is it doing? I don't know what. But yeah, it's, it's so thought provoking, yeah. and it's just uh, damn. I'm sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I'm right. Like, right why up. am I? Why did I not see this movie? So, yeah, exactly. I mean, right. just don't give too much away because I'm yeah. like thinking he might snap like <laughs> right up, right up Vinny's alley. But yeah, it's just it's just great because I mean it has the contradictions and it has his uh, moral dilemma. Like he's you know a guy. He's a, he's a priest yet he says he can't pray. Right. You know, and he's, he's, got this and, he's and he's asking other people, can God forgive us? You know, it's just. Uh, uh, it, it's wow. in it, yeah it's it's Sounds good, man. yeah it's and also another movie where you have a physical ailment which we believe is is almost self-induced right yeah by it's definitely your, self-destructive yeah and, there's yeah. A self-destruction going on but you're physically destroying yourself uh yeah crazy great yeah. i mean uh, this is another one that's blew me away i'm gonna yeah. watch it tomorrow when i get off you gotta mm-hmm. watch this movie i watched this movie on a plane which i hate flying and i was still Locked in on this movie, just watching it on my tablet. It's brilliant. Yeah, I love this movie a lot. I've, I mean, I think it's the best movie of the year. 
Um, I mean, I don't know what it's going to do for awards or, or whatever, but Ethan Hawke deserves something. Paul Schrader deserves something. This movie deserves something. I mean, something. who really is best actor right now? I mean, who you got? Yeah, I mean, Bradley there's... Cooper? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Bradley Cooper's up there. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you got uh, Christian Bale for Vice. Um, but yeah, Ethan Hawke has to be considered. Uh, first Reformed, if you haven't seen this, you definitely have to check it out. It's so, again... It's outstanding. It's just, it, it'll make you think. It'll make you think think like what uh what are you doing to help this yeah. world you know you recognize a problem um it's within there's like this pollution corruption thing it's either in your body in in, in your church in your world and you're recognizing that all the things that you belong to are being destroyed so what do you do right i don't know I don't know what to answer. What do, do we you, do? Do you despair or do you find some sort of hope? And right. how do you like reconcile those two things? Yeah. And, and, and how do you like maintain a balance as a human being? And this movie really deals with that. So yeah. highly recommended. Best movie of the year. I really want to see it just to see the outcome now. I mean, <laughs> I mean this guy's in so much turmoil. I want to see what he comes up with, <laughs> what the answer to all of these questions are. There you go. And then uh, once you watch it, check out our episode on it. Uh, oh, first Reformed. Uh, <laughs> blockbuster Mentality. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this this whole top ten list is a plug for our other episodes, our, yeah, <laughs> right? I, I mean, I can't bo- be bothered. What's to your think- number two? Check out our number two <laughs> uh, next week's episode. I'm not gonna think about the movies I haven't seen. I gotta uh, do the ones before we can promote the show. Right? Like, exactly. <laughs> All right. So that was your number one. Uh, what, what's your number one, Vinny? Are we gonna have the same number one? It this sounds year? like it. Seems First like man. It. Huh? First man. First man. Nice. That's First right. Man. Third year in a row, we had the same number one, Vinny. Look Third at that. Year. Well, the wow. other ones, we had the same number two. I had that one at number so We're getting farther Three. and farther away from each other. Farther. Now. Yeah, maybe you should come on the show more. First yeah. man, dude. I This movie blew me away. I, yeah. I, when I heard about it, I wasn't really crazy interested in the story. I mean, yeah... First man on the moon. I thought it was going to be some cliche, you know, really, really happy guy, you know, charismatic family man, get right, you in yeah. the feels, melodramatic, blah blah blah. Then I saw it was directed by Damien Chazelle. Yeah, got Ryan Gosling. Dude, everything about this movie blew me away, man. Everything that I thought it was going to be, it was the opposite. Right. And that's what people complain about about this movie, which is what I hate. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like his character. A lot of people are saying he's stale, whatever, but not likable, you know, you can't relate. Yeah. He changes throughout the movie after certain disasters. You right, saw it, yeah, it. just... I love the movie. This made my uh, number three, although I, that was partially a criticism of mine was Gosling. I didn't think he was quite... I, I wanted to see a little bit more from him. He was just sort of sulking and being sullen. And I knew that, I knew what was going he on. He changes with, throughout the movie. He does, and I knew what was going on with the character, but I, I just felt like I'm more on board than I feel like someone else might be, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I'm cool with it, but right. maybe yeah. this isn't working for the rest of the audience. Yeah, right. That's yeah. why, I mean, I thought it was maybe his best performance he's ever given. Yeah, I thought, again, I love the subtlety of it, and I just... What do uh, you think? You think it was top... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I he's not going to get nominated, unfortunately, nah, just because won't. First Man has not been getting love. Uh, but I, I, I would nominate him for Best Actor. Dude, it has, um, besides Fallout... Yeah. When he lands on the moon, IMAX is breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the whole score of the movie just the the score, just, it's my favorite score of the year. Yeah, Remember absolutely. I called uh, Lady in the Water? Or not Lady in the Water. <laughs> Did I really Shape of Water? Shape of Water. Yeah. I said it was the best score and it yeah. ended up winning the Oscar. 
best score this year i hope so man i hope so because i i agree i think this is the best score of the year uh but all yeah the flight it, stuff all the everything you know it, it really in shows the cockpit how grueling and you can see the window yeah i know and the one where they it's burn amazing. up is like jesus Christ. Yeah, just how how dangerous this astronaut business is. I mean, just like he's seeing so many of his friends die, and just like he's supposed to keep his cool and you know still be able to, you know, keep his mental you know state to be able to go to the moon yeah. and be able to yeah. fix any problems. Like even like the the mission before he goes to the moon, the mission he has to like fix something while he's up in yeah, space. That it's was just like, that was the one that was in the cockpit. Was, I think, yeah, the yeah, that was intense. Which was, it was just dude, like the way damn, that was filmed. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Damien Chazelle, dude, is top yeah. three directors I love, right now. Yeah, absolutely. Damien Chazelle is amazing, and yeah, just the way this movie was filmed, it was. I, I think it was they used a certain kind of film to film it, like it wasn't digital, and it's just oh, like no. you could see the graininess of it. And the like handheld, could, the handheld oh, yeah, bounciness, look, though, I would say was a, dis- a little bit of a distraction for me. Yeah, my uh, it got a little bouncy. My yeah. mom actually, because we went and saw something in IMAX, and they showed a scene from First Man, and she was getting sick. Hmm. And it was, I think it was like the cockpit scene. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it wasn't like that the whole movie. Just right. Scenes. Yeah. To touch on Gosling's performance, you know, the beginning, you know, as he, how you talk about his daughter died. Like I'm crying within the first 15 oh, it's minutes. Rough, yeah. like it's the only movie this year that made me cry. Yeah, when he when he's breaking down in the at the funeral of his daughter, like at, alone, like he goes into his own room, like no one else yeah. can see me cry, and he breaks down. I'm like, damn, this is the best I've seen, uh, Gosling, and, and, and uh, yeah, that one scene. yeah uh, good stuff. And again, when he actually lands on the moon, the point of view shot of him actually stepping down and you know yeah. touching the surface of the moon and then when he tosses the bracelet into the crater so great and i love how someone brought up on twitter how um you know each uh of chazelle's three you know big films have ended with two uh characters non-verbally staring at each other you got yeah. whiplash you yeah. know with miles teller and jk simmons you got la la land with uh you know uh Gosling and Emma Stone, and then you have Claire Foy and uh, Gosling in this one staring at each other non-verbally. It's like, all right, this is a trademark of his. And uh, bad. I love that ending though, because it's like, you know, just because you land on the moon, like I'm, I just accomplished the greatest human feat ever. Like I come back down to Earth, I still have the same marital problems. I have the still have the same problems I had. Yeah, and I landed on the moon. How do you, you know? deal with them? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like my wife is sick. Well, we're. Uh we're launching today. You know, that that's it. Yeah. You gotta, exactly. that's exactly. the job, you know, that yeah. you have to somehow not be a person. In and a, they in didn't a sense. sugarcoat that. That's no. why I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And I guess maybe that's part of his, he was almost not a human in, in a way. Right. He yeah. really was. He's, he was he a was, different kind of person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he had to be in order to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way a guy like me and you could get that done and, and be a family man and right. be, a, yeah. be a friend and do, you know, all, all like, like that scene with Claire Foy is like making him say goodbye to his sons and he's like silent like he yeah. can't because like, all he can think about is the moon yeah. when he looks up in the sky he's right. not trying to put his kids to sleep right now yeah right. but he did have to sort of face that reality right yeah and, and, and legitimately he was ignoring it now right. you do have a job and it is you know to serve humanity which is really what he did he advanced all of us I mean it's the greatest achievement of mankind right but you know I guess you gotta you gotta take care of your kids you gotta listen to your wife you yep know? And, it, and it seems small uh, it's I mean, kind of funny, you know. What I mean, it, it, it just adjusted that perspective. The thing is, is if he listened to his wife, he probably wouldn't have done it. No, but you got to you, you <laughs> have to think about kids, it. Did but, she want him to do it? But if you die, you need to tell your sons that before you leave, you look 
Yeah, you know, she what she forced him to do, I and wonder. which yeah. to her credit, and he needs to yeah. sort of be try to be engaged in what's going on. That's about what's going on in the movie is that that conflict, right? right. How do you deal with all of this stuff? I'm gonna go fly, you know, tens of thousands of miles out into space, but you know what's going on in Earth? I don't know. I mean, it really does matter, but you know, how do you? How, how do you? Right, it does yeah. to us, process but it's that. like, how do you process what yeah. was in his mind at <laughs> exactly. that point to get to the freaking moon? And can you? <laughs> if he has, he like won't. for us, we're like, dude, say goodbye to your kids, bro. Yeah. You piece of shit. But at the same time, it's like this guy is looking at the sky, and all he can see is the moon, and being, yeah. you know, making movies in 2018 about him. So was that sort of his? Um, that became his obsession, right? Yeah. Because we see the moon at night, you know, shining on after his daughter died. That became his thing. Yeah. Is that his? What is that? Is that like the almost like the unreachable goal? But he actually reaches it, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole well, thing with the bracelet, like, though. Which yeah, is, I mean, that, obviously that's fiction. Yeah, that was there. yeah added in there for but dramatic it got me effect. Way. Yeah, it definitely got me. <laughs> and then yeah, just him even with uh, what's his name, uh, Jason Clark, I think the actor's name is. You know, oh, he yeah. he's the one person he like is starting to open up to a little and saying, oh, my daughter had a swing like that, and then yeah. that guy dies in a mission. You right. know, like the you know oh, next scene, left and right. Yeah, so. But yeah, this just movie just I don't know just stuck out for me and just uh, uh, really had an impact on me. And again, Chazelle is just he's just killing it, man. He's yeah. just he's one of the greatest directors out there right now. I feel so. like his Good reaction stuff. when Jason Clark died, yeah, was more of a less sad and more driven that I'm gonna get this yeah. done. If anything, that death of his friend just made him more pissed off on to get to the moon, right? Yeah, you know, he's not gonna. People wanted him to break down crying every five minutes, and, right? You know, it's, it's not what it was. Right. That's why I was. That's why I loved it. But. So his daughter dies, and he's like, he just has a singular focus. Yeah. After that, right? Yeah. And if I can get there, I can finally, you know, put it at at rest and be at peace. And it's at the moon. <laughs> it's not like it's not like taking you know drive down to the coast or something. Right? <laughs> I got to get to the moon to to to, to be made whole. You know, it's but crazy. Man, could you imagine that, that drive? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt that like. Goal? I mean, that, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was that was our top ten of twenty eighteen. I uh, want to real quick go through some Twitter. Well, oh, we got honorables though, because I got a couple. Well, that we are... can do that after. But All yeah, right, well, sorry, let's do no. honorable. No, uh, let's no, do honorable. Let, to... me <laughs> Daves. Daves, <laughs> let me hear your honorable, Dave's. Dave's, let me hear your honorables, Dave's. I got Tully because I don't think anybody. That was a good that. movie. Didn't have that in my Tully, honorables, but Tully. good uh, movie. Good, good performance. Thank you, Charlie uh, Theron. Not you. <laughs> Next, I got Isle of Dogs, uh, Vice, Roma, and you were never really there here. All nice. Right. What you got, Vinny? Uh, um, Black Panther. Upgrade. Roma. Wildlife. I just saw today. And Searching was really good. Nice. Oh yeah, I need to check out Searching and Wildlife. Uh, I advise A Star Is Born. Won't you be my neighbor? The <laughs> uh, Mister Rogers documentary. Uh, Into the Spider Verse, which is really good. Uh, Black. Yeah, you're good things about it, but just haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Black Klansman and Blind Spotting. Do we want to mention? I'm sorry. I know Ben. You want to get to the Twitter, but the uh, Vice. You know, just general thoughts on that. I'm feeling like good performance. Just blah blah movie. Yeah, I oh, mean, really? yeah, I, I mean, really, really, man. Christian Bale blah, blah. was great. Uh, Amy Adams, great. Amy Adams, Sam Rockwell, great. Love, <laughs> Performances um, are good, yeah. especially Christian Bale. But it, it's a movie about Dick Cheney, 
and uh, it really never puts you into his head ever, and just makes him to be an evil person without like anything possibly redeemable. Right. And so it's yeah, a little bit so over really the top. Really makes him out to be really bad. It's huh? horrible. But you don't no, even which, really know what's which, motivating. Yeah. Him, other yeah. than just being a dick. Which he was. What? I mean, obviously. Really? Yeah. But yeah. you don't. Do you really understand what why he did anything he did? No. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. You, there's no asshole. motivations or anything. Yeah. I mean, which he he is obviously. I mean, he obviously did bad things. Okay. But yeah, yeah, no, show this, us the other side. Like, yeah. show us. Yeah. Give me like something where I can like find some complexity here, other than just saying this guy's an asshole. Right. So yeah. you have that on pure performance wise. Just performance. Kind of like yeah. me for more like widows. Like yeah. Okay. I get you. All right. So Twitter. Uh, so yeah, we I asked we asked uh, you guys to give us some of your top tens. And I uh, just want to read some of those off. So Ziggy from at Mr. Joffrey says uh, his top 10. Uh, Teen Titans Go is his number 10. Ready Player One. Did you guys see Ready Player One? Yeah, good one? movie. Oh, yeah. I actually had that as a... Um, dude, Ready Player One shining scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great stuff. Epic, Trying to get through the... Uh, uh, ben Mendelsohn in that movie yeah. as well. Number oh, eight, yeah. number eight <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout. Number seven, Spider-Verse. Number six, Annihilation. Nice. Number five, Venom. Number four, Aquaman. Number three, Solo. <laughs> Number two, Infinity War. Number one, Black Panther. Right, well, um, I, got, I got three or four. So, yeah, the Solo is one I wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah, just we did. I didn't even have that in my honorables. That's First shouldn't. Star Wars movie in a while. But, uh, what? It's yeah. trending down. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, stories of your and yours. Uh, Pod, I don't know if they're a podcast, but uh, they're number 10, Death of Stalin. I have that. I, I just haven't watched this. Enemy 2. I know. Uh, Infinity War. I heard a podcast about Death of Stalin, and yeah. it makes me want to see it. I just don't have it yet. Uh, Infinity War, Overlord, Widows. I got Overlord on honorable mention. Nice. I didn't see that. Game Night, uh, Mission Impossible. Game Night's great. Mission, yeah, I like that. Mission Impossible, Fallout, Into yes. the Spider-Verse, Annihilation. Nice. A Quiet Place, and Hereditary, oh, wow. which uh, I don't think any of us have seen. I have not. Uh, we have Hereditary com- was number one. Yeah. Oh wow. Comic Book HQ says number ten, Aquaman. Number nine, uh, Venom. Well, number- should we just get Vinny's? You keep looking at Vinny. So Aqu- wants- he's not a fan. Number well, eight. <laughs> dead- <laughs> He's like, don't get Vinny off on Aquaman is what yeah. I'm saying. Number 10, Aquaman. Number 9, Venom. <laughs> uh, Deadpool 2. I'm trying to move the show along. Uh, Beautiful Boy, Annihilation, Ooh. Ready Player One, A Quiet Place, Avengers Infinity War, Upgrade, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That was from Comic Beautiful Book Beautiful Boy, did you see that? I haven't. I want to, though. I want to. Yeah. I want to see Boy Erased. That yeah. would be really good, too. Uh, Nick Paladichuk. Uh, uh, his is uh, Black Klansman, Roma, A Prayer Before Dawn, Upgrade, Hereditary, Three Identical Strangers, Mandy, Leave No Trace, The Rider, and First Reformed is his number one. Nice. Uh, Very I appreciate nice. that. Great yeah. choice. Uh, Mandy is one that I'm kind of interested in. I know, me I too. Yeah, Nicholas uh, Cage, yeah. LSD, Blood. I don't know what's going yeah. on. I heard he's amazing in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like him as an actor. I think he sucks. But I heard yeah. the reasons really why goodness. you don't like him is why he's amazing in this. <laughs> From what I hear, it's like I don't want to see that. And then Perfect we, for him. Really. Th- then we have retro uh, crap craptacular. Yes. Uh, number ten, Avengers: Infinity War, Hereditary, First Man, Upgrade, Assassination Nation, Black Klansman, Bad Times at the El Royale, which I need to see. Same here. Eighth Good. grade. Yeah. Eighth grade was great. 
uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and then number one, A Quiet Place. Nice. Nice. Good choices there. Um, and then, uh, last but not least, our buddy Dan Franco. Thank you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> he, he's, he keeps you know mentioning he hasn't seen all of them yet. He just wants to make sure that this is you know his yeah. not official one. Yeah, he said, uh, thank you. Well, <laughs> well, maybe at some point Dan will come up with an official. Yeah, come on, list, Dan. But, but for now, this is just <laughs> his preliminary. Preliminary 2018 <laughs> top 10 movies. I still need to see Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, yeah. and a couple others before i can lock this in same with me when you uh, lock it in dan you let yeah. us know buddy uh so dan, dan's num- <laughs> dan's number 10 uh deadpool 2 nice. nice uh number nine ready player one number eight infinity war number seven black panther number six vice he had vice in there uh number five game night number four eighth grade number three a star is born number two annihilation nice. and his number one was a quiet place so that's good there we stuff. Go. I mean, we're, we're you know, I mean, you know, you're ranking these things. You can, yeah, I, know. I, I can it's... sort this thing any which way. But right. I think Dan had about four or five of yeah. most of ours. So. Yeah, good stuff there. So, well, we appreciate all of you tweeting in and letting us know your top ten as well. Hopefully, uh, you know, we don't get too much flack for ours. <laughs> again, First Man is not something that's been loved by a lot of people. But yeah. uh, again, just uh, well, it's got Ryan Gosling. So yeah. Ben's gonna pick it number one. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> default. Well, it's funny because we both picked uh, La La Land, same director, yep. same actor. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And I think if I did, was doing a show, I'd probably pick Whiplash number one for 2014. Yeah, so would so. I. So would I. <laughs> I would too. Um, that uh, was the best movie that year. Do we want to mention, is there anything that we want to mention? Maybe Roma or any other... Uh, yeah, Roma. I mean, the film lovers should definitely check that out. It's yeah. definitely not like a casual us, watch. Not putting it in. No. I mean, we did a show on it, so you can listen <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, you that. guys did a show and we talked about it before the show. Yeah, well, you know, the first hour is like, you know, blow my brains out. And then, and then it starts getting interesting after that. And then it but, gets blow my brains out. <laughs> even more and uh, I think I talked about the, the foreign language thing it's really tough because you gotta watch the letters on the screen versus watching what's going on right. you know, what the people are doing is it me or did the way they do subtitles change like if you watch something like Inglorious Bastards the way they do the subtitles is different than the way they did it in Roma did you notice that no uh, I don't know I guess I didn't really notice subtitles. like they put so say you and Dave say the same thing it, they actually put Dave's first oh, like and yours on the, on the bottom yeah, yeah. instead of doing one at a time. I have noticed no. that. Most do one at a time. Yeah. And this one, it was kind of hard to pick apart uh-huh. who said what for me. Yeah. Well, because how you you don't know who's talking necessarily. Yeah. I went for the first person that opened their mouth. Okay, I guess they did the first sentence. Yeah. But they put too many lines on the t- on the screen for me at once to follow along. Yeah. I don't know if you had that same problem. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't really. The movie was, was interesting, but a bit pretentious yeah. and just a little bit uh, too much going on. Yeah. I still want to check out uh, if Beale Street could talk. I still want to check out a, a beautiful boy. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you, again, you guys. Guys definitely need. I you, re- yes, I have to watch it. Dude, yeah, okay. watch that's, that's your number reform. one, bro. Wait, that's wait, both you, tomorrow. I'm watching it. Both of you watch uh, f- the favorite. I think you both yes. will like that a lot. All right, well, let's get out of here. Uh, I'm. I'm <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at bcord. Find Dave at Dave underscore Quiz. Find our show at Blockbuster Cast. Hey, Vinny, you gonna come on more? I'll come on more if I'm. If you guys want me, Vinny, to. we'll see you next year. Yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> hey, I'll catch you at the top ten next year. <laughs> All right, Damn folks. We'll that yeah, we'll see you in twenty twenty, buddy. Twenty twenty, yeah. holy shit! Well, twenty nineteen movies, asshole. Uh, <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, well, that is wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick, yeah. most anticipated of the year. Name the first movie that comes. Joker. To your mind. 
Wow, really? The Joker, because I got I can't think of it. Mine's else. a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, Boom. that's a good one. Star Wars, obviously. Irishman. Irishman coming up. Irishman, Irishman yeah. Oh, yeah, man. But yeah, Once Irishman Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep, absolutely. But you put us on the spot there, so you didn't give us time to think. Yeah, yeah. So but the first that. movie that came to your mind was a Joker, dude. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. <laughs> <laughs> as always, Tarantino? for Dave and Vinny, I'm Ben Secord, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. Got the